0: Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Tank Sinatra. You're listening to the Think Tank Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm glad to have you here. If you're enjoying the show, please do me a favor. Head over to iTunes and leave a review. I love reading them. And if you want access to the full archive with episodes such as Jesse Itzler, Dan Soder, Derek Huff, DMC, go to GasDigitalNetwork.com and use promo code TANK for two free weeks and access to all the other shows on the network. Enjoy the episode. Are they all here? All but one. But I'm going anywhere. I'm the best at what I do.
0: You're listening to the Think Tank Podcast. Look at that fucking
1: smile on my face. With your host, Tank Sinatra. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> that was fucking intense. Uh, you know what? Welcome to the Think Tank. Yeah, First thank of all, you. Thank you. Joe Santagato in the Think Tank. Um, I forget that intro is like a little hectic and, um, you know, look at my fucking face. I I was like, I'm the best at what I do. It's, it felt cool when I put it together and every time I hear it, I'm like, I gotta change that. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's scenes from the, the opening is from Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross, Alec Baldwin speech. uh And then the next one is from, he got game with, uh, Al Palagonia where he's trying to sign the basketball player. And the last one is from boiler room, which, you know, I'm a long Island guy from, the early two thousands. I never sold mortgages or stocks, but I thought it was cool that people did. They made money. <laughs> don't believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting tables. I could not get it together to wake up that early and make phone calls. Dude,
0: I used to I used to wait tables too and it was fucking terrible. Oh,
1: I had so much fun.
0: I, I like I wanted to have fun, but it was like I worked at a pizzeria that was new and I was the only competent person that they hired. Did so you I was make doing money? everything.
1: I though. Well I'm, yeah, that's I mean I was I worked, like seven dollars an hour. I worked at restaurants where I made money, which was good being in my early 20s. and mid-20s, I made, you know, whatever it was, a couple hundred dollars a night on the weeknights, and then the weekends were good. But it was like, it, after you're done training, you're maxed out. You hit the ceiling as soon as you start. Yeah. As soon as you hit the floor, you're making as much as you're going to make. And that,
0: that job, I didn't even, like, I quit, but not professionally. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> didn't go. And then after, they didn't call me on the first day that I was supposed to go in. I just didn't go in, and they didn't call me. Three days later... They called me. And they're like, "Are you gonna come back to work?" And I was like, "I don't, pro- I don't think so." What do you guys think? And I was just kind of like, oh, "I don't think so." And they're like, "All right, see ya." And how that was long it. did you work there for? Uh, like a year.
1: Oh, and you just, you just, I left? just
0: walked. I, I don't even, I don't even know why. I can't remember if I even had a job lined up or anything. I was just like, "I'm not doing it."
1: I mean, that's a ghost story if I ever heard one before. It was
0: terrible, dude. I oh. mean, I had to do the register at. The, it was a pizzeria, so I was doing the register, and. I had to go downstairs and package some food together because, like, they had like all all the octopuses we're gonna put in this shit or whatever. Uh-huh. So I would do that too. When it got busy, I would have to deliver sometimes, and I also had to wait tables.
1: So you were the owner, basically.
0: I, yeah, and I was making like seven dollars an hour. It was terrible. Did you know how to make pizza? Hell no, I didn't know. How to make, I mean, I could. I mean, you know, where
1: was it? You grew you grew up in Queens, right? Yeah, I grew up in Astoria. It was in Astoria. It wasn't. It was like walking distance from my mom's house. So you were like. I, I heard you say this on the History Hyenas podcast. So you were like a little kid in Astoria? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I cannot imagine.
0: Isn't that crazy? Because it's funny that you say that, right? Because it's still like that to this day, where if I'm walking around <laughs> Everybody's and I 18 see, and up. Yeah, yeah. No, now it's like even <laughs> later. Like if you're if you're 25 years old- Yeah. And I see you on the street, I'm like, who the fuck is that? You know? Because like, I should know everyone in this neighborhood. I mean, it's a big neighborhood. There's a Huge. lot of different people or whatever. yeah. But it's even, like, the age has come down a little bit. But when I was a kid, like, all my friends I've known my entire life, and the only reason why is because we're the only fucking kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, like, everyone on my block was 95, and, like, on their deathbed, and, like...
1: Where did you go to school? You went to school in Queens?
0: I went to uh, PS2, um, which was, like, walking <laughs> the distance. school ever. Yeah, the second <laughs> public school of all time. Uh, I went to PS2, then I went to uh, Louis Armstrong Middle School in East Elmhurst, and then I went to St. Francis Prep. In Fresh Meadows.
1: Nice, all right. I figured you went to some kind of fancy high school. Yeah. You got that air about you. Do I? Yeah. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I don't like it. No, you seem, so here's here's my story with you. I have known about you for a long time. Not to sound weird, but I remember, I, I mean, you've been making videos on Facebook for yeah like I mean, seven, eight years. Something like that. It was like one of your first ones that I saw and I was like. Half of me, I'm just being honest, was like, yeah. this guy's really funny. And then the other half of me was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. I That's do exactly
0: the, like the thing that I give off. I know.
1: Well, no, it's because you were doing what I wanted to do, but I couldn't get it together to do it. I like did not want to sit down and learn how to edit video and write a script. Like I knew you weren't just throwing this shit together. It looked really professional for somebody who's just doing it in, in their house.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind You had kinda... shit
1: pop up on the screen, like images, inlays. <laughs> it was like a newscast, but from your basement.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I started doing it like, I don't even know, like- i mean when i was a kid my mom had this uh she gave me this camcorder that would record on uh, cassette tapes Uh so i would make videos with my friends and like but you have to rewind it and then record over it in order to edit you know what i mean there was no sd card into the computer and like figure out how to there was none of that so i started doing that um but then there was like years that i wasn't making anything and then I got another camcorder and I was like you know what I'm gonna start filming videos of me and my friends going to my friend's summer house and then I was like I know iMovie just comes standard on this computer yeah so I'm just gonna try it out and I literally was just typing full sentences into google like how do I make words pop
1: up on the screen yeah and
0: like that's how I figured out I still do that to this day like to figure out anything
1: but you were able to figure it out
0: Yeah, eventually I figured it out. And then I actually got a lot of help because I was doing that for a long time um, on YouTube. I gained like 250,000 subscribers, but I got flagged like immediately. Why? I don't know. But there was no like, I don't even know what the fuck they're called. Like MCNs? Is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, multi-channel network or whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. those
0: things. There was no MCNs when I first started doing it. And apparently you could get um, like fucked by people if they like click on your ads and it makes it, look like I told them to do that. Like, uh-huh. you're not allowed to do that. So they flagged me for that, which I didn't do. I didn't even know it like, existed at the time. So I made like 13 cents and they were like, all right, cool, no more money. So I was like, all right, but I kept doing it. How much more do you need though? <laughs> I know, I mean, at that point, I was hyped to get a thing that said I made money off of making these videos. I was like, yo, this is sick. But- uh, And when was that? This was like 2012 or 20, yeah, 2012. It was like 2012 when this happened, or 2011, something like that. And um, I was gonna quit- doing it because i wasn't getting paid yeah and i was 21 now and i'm like dude i like i can't do this forever for like free like i need to figure out what the hell i'm gonna do because i had dropped out of college not for this but just because i'm an asshole you know yeah yeah uh (laughs) but then um i got a job working for a company um called elite daily and uh oh that's right yeah so i worked at elite daily for a little bit and um
1: what did you do there? I remember. seeing I was an you, editor
0: and producer for them.
1: I remember seeing you in a picture, like a staff picture. I knew Gerard Adams, who was one of the, yeah. the founders there. Yeah. And either he posted the picture, or there was some kind of some kind of article that came out when when Illy Il- Il- Daily was bought, mm-hmm. and I saw you in the picture, and I knew you from the Facebook videos. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! Oh, that's why they were successful. <laughs> no, no, this guy.
0: I, they actually they they like saved everything for me, like in a way because, like I said, I was going to quit doing it, go back to school, and just be like, all right maybe I'll do it on the side, not take it too seriously, whatever. Yeah. But then, um, I remember I had like $175 in my bank account and they were like, yo, do you want to come be in this video? We'll pay you $150. So I'm thinking like, <laughs> double, I'm about my to network. double up, dude, you know, exactly. <laughs> I'm about to be like, oh shit. So I went there and I did the video and then the CEO, uh, this kid David, was like, yo, do you want to work here? We're trying to build out like a video team. And it was me and this kid, uh, Tyler Gilden. And it was me, him, and a, and two cameramen and that's how it started Mm -hmm. and then eventually when i quit i think the video team was like 20 or 30 people um and it was like shortly after they were bought like after they were bought i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna walk away and try to like do my own thing and i also got a lot of knowledge from this guy his name is greg parker he's like the only reason why i'm good at editing or producing or any of that shit like i sat next to him and he taught me like everything because i wanted to know how to do everything you know so that's how i got all my editing skills and producing skills were from that job and it also was kind of like the reason why I kept doing it because I was ready to quit because I was like I'm not making money doing this like I can't do it forever yeah you know so
1: did you make money when they were when they exited what do you mean did, like, I have did you equity? have equity did you have stock
0: no I didn't have any equity uh, motherfuckers
1: motherfuckers <laughs> next time
0: but now I actually work with the CEO the CEO at the time and the CEO of Elite Daily they have a new venture a telecom company that I'm in with them on Oh, the um a new phone or something? Yeah, a new it's a telecom so it's like a sprint or a Verizon. I saw something about that yeah. years ago. Yeah. It's two When did you years first old. announce
1: it? Two years ago?
0: Yeah, I think it's two years old. I felt now? like
1: God damn it, man. When I had my, my second son has warped time for me. Like you, you can't even imagine. Why? It just go it, I, I thought I in my mind that was like four years ago that I saw you yeah. say that. Um It just, I I don't know, I'm older, I'm I'm 39, I'm older than you, so Mm -hmm. time does speed up as you go, it gets like, you know, relatively less, like one year is less of a fraction of my life, so it goes faster, but also having the kids, having two kids, and quitting my job, I think it's a combination of things, the last two years have just been a total... Whirlwind. Yeah, a whirlwind. I was gonna say blur, but it hasn't been a blur, because I've done a lot of living, and I have a lot of memories from the last two years, and I've I've done well, I'm not like, I'm not... Rich, but I enjoy what I'm doing and I'm able to support my family. But that little, the two-year-old man, he yeah. just hit the speed button on life. <laughs> Two years, I don't even know. It could be six months. It could be 10 years. <laughs> I just have, no sense, have of, no sense of time. I have no sense of time anymore. Yeah. So how's the telecom company doing?
0: Very well. Uh, you know, we did... A lot of growth in the in the first two years, especially, like, it, the kind of growth that we did, like, a lot of people weren't expecting it to That's happen. That's a fucking but, big balls venture. Right yeah, there. it's a fucking huge balls venture. And I'm just happy to be along for the ride. It's honestly. elephantiasis balls. We kind of are just, like, kind of figuring it out along the way. It is very legitimate. Like, everyone thinks That's that— That's what you
1: want to do with a telecom company. Just wing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, figure it out. That's
1: <laughs> a good fucking, like, pun there, too. Um, but a
0: lot of people just think that it's— you know some random sponsor or something it's like no like we are building this thing like we are all working together like there's a bunch of people that work at the company that um worked at elite daily uh and i do another podcast with this kid greg and he works there as well yeah he's like the third in command there and you know we have offices in canada and shit like
1: it's all very like a legitimate operation i believe you but people are just like you know the fuck is this you know they do people do get mad i remember i wrote a book and when i was promoting the book People were like mad I was promoting the book.
0: It's like, why the fuck would I write it? There were I'm like enough
1: ads already. I'm like, uh, it took me 10 years <laughs> to write this <laughs> fucking just book. It's just a decade and then the, it took. And then the app, the meme app that we put out, I was doing ads for that. I was promoting that. And people were like, enough with the fucking app. We don't care. I'm like, well, fuck it. I block so much. I block everybody. Do I'd you? have 10 million followers right now. If See, I
0: got I got this weird thing where I'm like, I want to block people, but I also don't. Because I'm like, oh, then they'll know I blocked them. And then like
1: I'd they win. Oh, I want them to know. <laughs> I want them to know because I want them to have to explain to their friends when their friends go oh did you see that meme on Tank's page and you're like nah you know um, I actually told him I hope his mom gets cancer and he blocked me so I want him to have no friends I want him to like I want his friends to look at him differently because I blocked him because I'm so nice to everybody like I don't yeah. block anybody unless there's Unless you say something really shitty or really comment. annoying, I used to block people for anything. They would if somebody wrote "not funny" on a meme, I'd be like, "Fuck oh, you, man. son of a bitch." <laughs> Even though I agreed, you yeah. know, I don't think memes are that funny. Every once in a while, I'll get one that like makes me laugh. Yeah, but I just make them because it's it's fun to comment. It's more of like a commentary for me on society. I'm
0: like very curious about like your your page because it's first of all you were just hard to ignore, which is like you, I think- I know you tried. No, no, no. You know what it was? It was like, who the fuck is this? Like, for for the longest, I'd be like, who the fuck is this? He's on every, pi- like, everyone's picture, a comment from Tank Sinatra's there. And I was like, who the fuck
1: is this, you yeah, know? I, I and try like, to watch that because I don't want to be the, you know, the... Uh,
0: well, I think they kind of got fit, rid of that. Fit
1: mommy official status.
0: Well, there was, like, a couple of ca- of accounts. I can't remember their names now because they probably fizzled out. But there was accounts, there were certain accounts that I would always see in the comments of other people's pictures. And I'd yeah. be like, who? Who is? And like, then I'm realizing, like, okay, this is like a a marketing tactic here because it's on all these popular posts. But a verified account is going to get to the top. Yeah, you know, at the time at least. I don't no, know. They the, the fucking algorithm changes no, every day.
1: No, they still do it. I would do that. There was a couple of people who abused that privilege that yeah. that algorithm thing. I would just if I had something. If it was a friend of mine, somebody that I had met through Instagram, even if they were a celebrity and I had something to add positive to the to the thing or funny or whatever, I would comment. But there's people out there who will literally just comment on anybody's just account like a fire with over emoji. a million followers. Yeah, I'm not writing a fire emoji or, <laughs> yeah. or the laughing emoji face. If I have something to add, I'll write it. But, but often I have something to add. I have a lot right. of fucking thoughts that I want to get out there. Yeah. So let's go back to you ignoring me. So you were ignoring me, and then no, 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 I wasn't
0: ignoring <laughs> you, but I was just like I was saying you're hard to ignore because I I would see your name so much, yeah, that it was almost like you're getting. It was almost like, like I said, it's a it's a marketing tool in a way because it was like I would see it all the time, and I, and may, that could be just because we're following the same people, probably, yeah, and, and it's like oh I see this name all the time now, and then you realize it's one of those pages where like with the memes and whatnot. I'm also just curious about the whole meme page like industry. It was because destiny, bro. I have no like, I can sit and talk in this room for six hours straight. Yeah, you know, and I like to think I can make like four and a half of them like entertaining. Uh huh. The other would just be, God knows what nonsense. But he breaks. I can't for the life of me make a meme at all. Sure, you can. I can no, I really can't. I'll teach you. I've tried. I've been like, yo, this would be fun, and then I make. I'm like, yo, this is terrible, dude. And I just think it's a different. It's like a whole other industry in my eyes.
1: It's totally different. It's you. It's got to be a um, like your co-host who I want to publicly apologize for not having to come <laughs> on. <laughs> not that he's going to listen, but I want him to let him know that I'm thinking of him. Um, if you're good with like one liners or quick quips, I hate the word. I don't even know. I, I swear I would never use the word quip. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's yeah. like a you got 140 characters to make a point. Right. You got to make it funny, relatable. You got to tap into some kind of anger that's inside of everybody because that's what people laugh at, the shit that pisses them off. And then you have to find a picture that matches with that or vice versa. Or you have to look at a picture and read the emotion of a still image of fucking a baby Yoda. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's got to remind you of something. It's just a connection of the two things. But it's not – it might be hard and maybe it is hard for people. I just think
0: that like finding the image also I think is a very tough thing.
1: Well, you got to scroll. You gotta look. You gotta be in Reddit, up Reddit's ass.
0: Dude, and that's another thing. Reddit. Yeah. I wish I knew even 1% of what the (laughs) fuck that even is because I I think it's so useful. And a lot of people who do social media stuff or or YouTube or whatever, they they use Reddit and these like subreddits. I don't even know what any of it means. Like, I really don't know. Like, I think I'm the most clueless fucking person on the internet when it comes you to that
1: you. You might you, be. You know who Ed Bassmaster is or Bassmaster yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever? So I listen to his podcast. He's got the same kind of feel. Like he's he just doesn't care enough to learn right. about it, but he's very funny. He's a very talented guy. He's really creative. He's got these characters that he does. But Reddit, so I relate to what you're saying because there's another website called 4chan, which I do not understand at all. And I've tried multiple times to <laughs> dig into it and find out what the fuck is going on. I know that they have different... What you know? What Reddit would be would would be on Reddit subreddits, but they have like different communities or whatever, and they're just slashes with letters, and you have to know what the letter means before you click in. Otherwise, you're caught up in some like crazy shit that you have no. I don't want to yeah. see any of that. You know what I mean? Dude, you know what I was so confused about? You remember when Shia LaBeouf
0: did that thing?
1: Yeah, just do it. Oh uh,
0: no, no the fucking oh god! Oh he will not divide us. Oh yeah, remember he was doing that? Yeah, and then there was these people that were making these like to me, inside jokes through like 4chan or Reddit about this like frog meme. And I was like, what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah, the frog meme lost its way for, for sure.
0: I was so confused I what it, it even Peppy. meant, but apparently it was like this I, like anti-Semitic shit or like, I don't even know what it was, but I was like, what? Like there's a whole layer of the internet that i'm just completely clueless about like i know like barely like surface level things i've been making youtube videos for like almost a decade yeah. i still don't really even know how to use my account
1: <laughs> to be honest like i really don't I got a notification don't know what it means
0: yeah <laughs> like i'm not completely clueless like my dad has a flip phone i'm not like him but i do know how to like use social media and like whatever but there's just that deeper layer that i'm like i don't yeah, even my, know if i want to know it.
1: it is i mean there's not much there the surface is where, where it's all at. My dad, with the memes, my mom told me that uh, he follows my pages, but he cannot make the connection between the picture, the caption above, and the caption below. He doesn't know which one to read, and he gets yeah. angry. He's like, Which one am I supposed to read, Maureen? I don't which understand. Which one's the joke? Yeah, which they're both the joke. Like, they're, yeah. you know what I mean? But he's not, yeah, he doesn't, he's 69 years old. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. He's yeah. a retired Long Island railroad engineer. He's good. He doesn't well, need that. to understand memes at all. Yeah. I do least yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Right. Still, I have no idea. I don't know if this is going to last. I have no clue. Yeah, and that's the that's the
0: good thing about it too. Because I feel like I mean a lot of people fizzle out when they do social media or they you know whatever. Uh, but your job is never promised at all. No. Like ever. It doesn't matter how big you are. No, you've seen people make millions of dollars and have millions of views, and then they just go to zero. Yeah, you know it's it's wild.
1: Well, it's it's. And I've talked about this on here before, and I've gotten shit from people for saying this, but it is, it's work. It is work. It's a lot of work to fucking think of, like for you, for instance, you got to think of an idea, write the script, record it, edit it, put it out. And then you got to watch the onslaught of good and bad feedback that you get. That's another job in and of itself. If I'm being completely honest, I
0: pride myself on never doing that. I never- Well, you don't read the comments? At all. Like I, I will, I very rarely read them. And it's funny because- like now, I have a legitimate, like business that I've set up now. Like I have a like a a podcast network like this, and uh, you know, there's a couple shows that we do, and I have two editors, one of them being my co-host uh, mm-hmm. Danny, and, you know, one cuts the shows, the other one just cuts clips for social media and whatnot. Like, and then I work with uh, my brother's company that does, you know, uh, digital marketing and uh whatever so it's like a conveyor belt and there's a lot of actual work going on so yeah. it's funny when people you know you tell people like oh yeah I d- you know whatever, this and that even it's funny because people who recognize you and they go oh my god dude like i love all your videos i watch them all the time or i, I listen to the podcast blah 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 and they're like you you make money doing that it's just like some people are so disconnected nah. to
1: that you know nah and i'm like I yeah what do you it. think i'm
0: just fucking... i'm actually homeless <laughs> yeah exactly like nah, i live here dude i live in this bar
1: yeah no, they they don't. And I read something over the weekend about productivity. Like, did you see in Japan that Microsoft went to a four-day work week and their productivity went up 40%?
0: Yes, and I think that is a great idea.
1: It's a great idea. Yeah. Because most of the time that people spend at work is wasted. And they did a survey or some kind of study. They found that the average person was productive for two and a half hours during the day. Of an yeah. eight-hour workday.
0: Dude, when I worked at Elite Daily, it was less.
1: And I got, I mean, you get people who work for the town or something in town hall processing permits or whatever who fucking do Sudoku seven and a half hours a day telling me that I have no right to think that this is work. And it's not work because I actually, I have some kind of misgivings about calling it work because I was, I was raised, I don't know if this is my parents or just something I picked up along the way. I was raised to believe that hard work should suck and be suffering and you're not supposed to enjoy it. All right. But I work Way harder than I did any other job that I had, but I enjoy it, so it feels pleasurable. I just I don't attach pain to work anymore. I have like this weird skill that was useless ten years ago, mm-hmm. which is why I waited tables. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I wasn't born in the seventies. I don't know what I would be doing. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, and it's and I've been able to monetize it, but it's also it's a constant. There's a little bit of worry and a lot of appreciation for where I'm at. This I think the appreciation helps because I appreciate. Where I'm at now, which makes me not want to go back to where I came from, which was not horrible. The job I had before this was selling fence. I sold fence for like ten years, and I loved it. I made money, I worked with friends. I got to spend time with my family. but this is way better,
0: yeah, I' you know that's the thing like people like you said, they associate. Like if you're not a fucking roofer in the middle of July, then They're like, oh, you, what are you, you working? Yeah, you know, hard for you, bro. Yeah, my dad was a was a fireman. He had his own construction company, so you can only imagine the conversations I've had with this guy about what (laughs) I've been doing. You know what I mean? Like he'd be like, what the fuck? And then you know he's asking me like, how much? And I'm you know, I so more than you, dad. Having him, in my life was. Uh, good for me because it was a good balance of like and also like my friend like i have a bunch of friends they don't give a fuck what i do and they don't you know they don't give a shit so it's great but you know and then having my dad who's like super confused and being like what the fuck i don't know what this is like blah blah blah. like he should and the more you probably... explain it the
1: less they understand it
0: yeah like i had one of my uncles one time pull me aside at a wedding he's like listen this is what you gotta do you gotta apply to nyu and you you're gonna uh learn how to write scripts i was like i'm not fucking And he's like you gotta do
1: tv i was like i'm not doing tv either tv yeah it's not going to exist in five years i think less yeah
0: i don't even know why the only reason why i have cable is to watch sports if i didn't watch sports i would not have cable at all no i don't watch anything on tv and all the apps i have on my apple tv i don't pay
1: for why don't you get someone else's oh they are
0: yeah it's like my mom's or like my my fucking brother-in-laws and shit. Like I just, I don't have any, I, I paid for Disney Plus though.
1: You're on welfare basically.
0: Basically, yeah. yeah. I'm getting all this entertainment for free.
1: <laughs> um. So so you were not raised to be, were, were, were your parents creative? Like where did this, this not gene, but this bug to create and reach people come from? You know, it's crazy. No one's ever asked
0: me that before. Um, I have no idea. I mean, my dad, uh, no one was like creative in my family like every
1: we parents funny
0: my dad's very funny yeah and he's a very likable dude and like everyone liked my dad uh but he wasn't like like and he could play instruments like you know whatever i could play the piano but like barely and he's pissed about that dude when i started playing guitar hero uh-huh. this guy wanted to fuck me up he's like you're wasting your time playing this guitar you're playing a <laughs> real one it was like this whole conversation but i, I don't know like my sister can draw, but she never like took it seriously. Like I've seen her draw and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, like if you, you should try, you should apply. If you apply yourself when you were younger, you'd be amazing at it. But no one is, you know, I wouldn't say anyone's like creative yeah. in a way that does a creative thing. They're they're My mom works in a school. My brother used to work at a school, but now he works at the telecom company. My other brother just opened up his digital marketing marketing agency
1: Um, is that the brother You used to have a brother, your your brother on the podcast every once in a while, right? Yeah. My brother Keith, he's the one
0: who works at the telecom company. Okay. Yeah. But my oldest brother, he was, uh, a gym teacher, um, at a special ed school. And then he like was training for the Olympics for a little bit for skeleton. What's that? Uh, Yeah. It's bobsled, but head first. Oh, fuck that.
1: He no, it's luge, but head first. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Would I say bobsled?
1: Bobsled, it's on yeah. the same track. It's four people on a luge, yeah, head first.
0: Yeah. So he's on a, a, a like a a board. Yeah. And he's head first going That's ninety miles sick. an hour, and he's like, "Yo, if you come up and visit me, because they were in Lake Blasted where they train." Yeah. And like we went up and visited him a couple times and like watched him, you know, whatever. Uh, but he's like, "If you come up." On these days, like, you could try it out. I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. What are you, crazy? Not
1: coming on those days. I
0: was like, you're, you're Well, you don't have to go crazy. that fast, right? Well, they put you, like, halfway down the tracks. So you don't go as fast. But, dude, 20 miles an hour, I think, would scare the shit out
1: of me. Yeah, but still, like, I, I feel like with that, I don't, maybe I don't understand how dangerous it is. I feel like if you fall off of it, you're just going to go with the ice anyway. Yeah, that probably hurts like hell, though.
0: He's had burns. Oh, yeah. On his burns. body. Okay. That, like, it. if you hit the wall for a second, uh-huh. you won't even have. Skin? <laughs> I mean, you'll have it, but your skin will just turn purple and it'll happen through your layers. Yeah. Like it won't even make holes in your layers. Like it's like a weird... Yeah, that's like road something.
1: rash. I, when I got I got a motorcycle recently and I, I thought I bought this protective jacket, this thick leather jacket and somebody was like, you know, you gotta be really careful on that thing because if you fall you know, you get road rash or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I got the jacket. They're like, it's not gonna... It's not gonna help you. Yeah, if you're going 40 miles an hour and you fall on pavement, it's gonna fuck you up through the jacket. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's weird. All right, but I understand it. I mean, it's just abrasion and friction. I do jujitsu and I get fucking bruised all the time and rubbed up and like just things that I... I I just started a couple of months ago. Yeah. So I didn't realize how sensitive my body was
0: <laughs> yeah i want to do jujitsu or like muay thai or something but it's so much fun i man. have a torn acl so i'm like afraid to like throw kicks or like even like... just do
1: jujitsu yeah
0: but i also there's have... no kicks in jujitsu oh yeah choke. just like it's like yeah. yeah 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 but i also feel like someone's gonna grab my ankle and my knee's just gonna pop
1: yeah they could you know maybe you shouldn't i it. tore it like in 2016 it's not that much fun yeah that's pretty is it all healed do you run or anything or i it... could
0: run yeah i could run if I could you can run you can, dead run, you can do deadlift and squat and shit yeah. but it's like If I, because I used to play football every weekend, me and my buddies play in a rough touch league, and that's how I tore it. But uh, it's like a high grade tear. I think it's like gone now because I have zero pain whatsoever. It doesn't like hinder my life at all. Yeah. But I know that if I just try to run routes and like that sharp lateral cutting, yeah, that will.
1: Well, you got to go to the right school. Also, you got to find a school who's full of the the school that I go to. Monster in Long Island is. Uh, I'm gonna make up a percentage. It's like sixty, seventy percent cops. So these guys are not trying to get hurt either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love that they're there because I feel like, you know, cops have a rough job, and they're in. You know, they only get called when there's pro- when there's problems, right? And they're dealing with people who don't want them there. Criminals. They don't want cops around. Mm-hmm. They see a cop, they're like, "Fuck this guy." So I like the fact that they're trained to like control their adrenaline because that's the biggest problem I think between cops and and citizens is. You have these police who are not trained to control their emotions. They're, you know, they're just kids. Most of them, you know, I'm saying kids like under thirty, and um, you get in a situation where an average person would be frightened, and that person is frightened also. They just happen to have a uniform and a, and a gun on. Yeah. So you pull the gun out because you're scared, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh fuck, I just killed this person. What am I gonna do now?
0: Yeah, dude. I, you know, I. Just...
1: They gotta learn to control their adrenaline. That's the biggest thing.
0: It's like it's so crazy because. When you see videos of shit like that happening, you're like, yo, what is this guy even fucking thinking? But then also at the same time, like I remember I was having a conversation with my friend one time. And he kind of put it in perspective because he's like, if you had a gun and someone came in here with a gun, what would you do? And I'm like, I'm fucking lighting this guy up. What do you think? You know what I mean? I'm not going to wait for him to shoot
1: somebody for me to start shooting. There's still people.
0: And then he was saying how uh, he's like, I can't give a definitive answer because I like to think that I would just shoot this guy. Yeah. but you also don't know how you're going to react in situations of panic because a lot of people just freeze, you know? It's kind of like the deer in the headlights thing. It's like, that's that happens to humans too in, like, scary situations where they just freeze up, you know? And, like, this is a very way smaller scale of it, but, like, uh, one of my friends was walking my other friend's dog and it popped off the leash and ran to the street. Uh-huh. And two of my friends just, like, stood there and didn't know what to do. But I'm sure... If you ask them, like, yo, what would you do if the dog, like, popped off the leash and oh, ran to the it street? it, bro. It's like, yo, I'm running after it. We yeah. gotta corner it, you know? But they just stop and froze because it's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah,
1: because you don't know, like, it, there's, there's too many variables. If you, just for that, like, my friend Dave who lived in Manhattan and had a dog, he, um, he explained a similar situation, but his dog was deaf. So he was in New York City. The dog got off the leash and he ran into the street but he didn't want to yell because the dog wouldn't hear him. And he didn't want to run after it because he didn't want the, the dog to think that he was like playing. playing a game. Yeah. yeah. And then he runs and he gets fucking hit by a taxi at right. 30 miles an hour. So, But that's what I'm saying with the adrenaline. Like you you learn to control yourself when somebody's on top of you, squeezing you, ripping your collar through your th- fucking throat and trying to choke you and grab your arm and your leg. And when somebody cuts you off on the road, it's like, eh.
0: Yeah.
1: Some people are very sensitive and they don't realize how they're in fight, flight, or freeze all the time with nobody to fight, nobody to run away from a no real threat. But yeah. when you have the threat three or four times a week, that's what I'm saying. That's why- easier, yeah. Uh, well, you become accustomed to saying, all right.
0: Whew, I got to um, chill. Yeah, exactly. Just relax. Yeah.
1: There's really no problems. But when you're a police officer, there are real problems. And if you have that kind of training, like I think it should be mandatory for police to do jujitsu- yeah. It should or be some part.
0: sort of like, you know, extracurricular. I feel like.
1: But it has to be ongoing.
0: If you're a good athlete, yeah. I think that also helps because there are times where you're, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is an actual connection I'm trying to make right now, but like, I feel like a good athlete in times where, you know, you're down 20 points in half, you're like, yo, I have to, I can't play differently. I yeah. have to just play my game and you have to just, you know, go about it a certain way. Like, the good players will rise to the top in those occasions. Like, being clutch, like, in the NBA, like, hitting those shots is because you're, like, calm. Yeah. But if you're tense, your shot's different. Yeah. Or you're shooting too far or or whatever, like, you have to just play your game. And, like, that sort of thing also can play into those situations. But, again, I mean, shooting a basketball
1: and fucking... Shooting, having a person, a person. <laughs> run at you with a knife you're like
0: uh i don't fucking know
1: what i do here do i just shoot this guy or what did you just compare shooting a basketball to shooting a human being yeah that's exactly that's what i clip did we're going you should have
0: seen what i did the other day i got i got some shit from my podcast i was talking about
1: what happened what'd you do know? because
0: we were having a conversation about uh podcasts get
1: out of control so fast by the
0: yeah, way yeah and like you know what like i i really don't have like a like a any hatred in my body, and I feel like I could defend anything. You seem like, like a nice guy. I, yeah, like I, I, you know, I'm. Tr- I try to like keep it nice. Like I don't have any like crazy opinions or anything. But we were talking about, uh, <laughs> like, if if someone's transgender, should they have to disclose that they're transgender on a first date? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I
0: think yeah, and I also, but I to their
1: benefit depends on how hot they are.
0: Well. <laughs> Right. I think that they have to... I, if I was transgender, that's what I would want to do because obviously I'm not like oblivious to the fact that some people aren't cool with that. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to waste my time on a date with somebody if they're not cool with that. Or so I would or tell third them, date. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, if you know, like you have to know if you're transgender that a lot of people aren't cool with that. Or yet. You yeah. know what I mean? It's still like a very new thing as far as mainstream goes. Yeah. Um, And I... I compared it it was funny because what you just did i compared it but i also uh justified it like immediately i was like i'm not saying these are the same things but i compared it to like if someone has herpes yeah like you should tell them that you don't wait first date yeah i think so but why waste your time like if i have herpes and i'm on a date with somebody why am i gonna waste my time with this person if i know four dates down the line they're gonna go dude i'm really not cool with that and you're like all right well and now i gotta walk away when i already like you know, created these feelings for you after four dates and talking and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why would I waste that? Or why would well, I it, it set depends. myself up?
1: I think the the argument could be made for how important it is to you as a human being. Like I'm a recovering alcoholic and when I would go on dates, that would be first date topic. I would say, I don't drink. I had a problem with it. I'm not going to drink if I have anything to do with it or if I can help it. So if drinking is important to you, just want to let you know like it's not going to work. The same thing that's the same thing But to being me. transgender and being a recovering alcoholic I think are more similar than having herpes. Herpes is like, eh, it's an STD. Not that like it's cool, but it's not who you are, it's something you have. Transgendered people, that's like a lot of their identity.
0: No, 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 yeah. And and like the only thing that I'm comparing the two is that it's something that other people might not be cool with. Yeah. You know, not saying like what it actually is, yeah. I'm saying in the general sense of it being like you're saying. Some people don't want to date someone who's like, oh no, I'm not going to drink. It's like, oh well, like I, I want to date a guy who I go out and we get drunk together and blah blah blah. Where you're like, well then you know this isn't going to be the right out. guy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's 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 the same kind of deal to me where it's like if you know that this might be a red flag for some people. Yeah. Then you know I would I would bring it up immediately because if it is something that's like a deal breaker, like in a perfect situation for me. You go on a first date, I would love to know if there's a deer breaker today. I don't yeah. want to find out in two months. Yeah. When it's like, oh, this is who I am. And you just found this out two, like two months in because I was hiding it from you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I think well, you should the, get that out there. It's first.
1: also a hard topic to broach. No, yeah. On a first date. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of it. I know I'm Tammy now, but I used to be Tom. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, all right. Well, just wanted to let you know. But some people, like I've, I, I, on the other end of the spectrum, I've, I've seen, and only on Twitter, because on Twitter people are out of their minds, and in real life oh, they're much more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. But I've read that, like, you know, if you are a person who doesn't want to date a transgender person, that makes you transphobic, and you should be ashamed of that. And it's like, I don't really think that that's no. the case. People are attracted to what they're attracted to, they're yeah. into what they're into. I've never chosen, and this is something that I learned within the last couple of years that melted away. Uh, let's say, I don't know, 30 years of rejection for me because it it was basically this book that laid out this principle or this premise that like your DNA determines who you're attracted to. You have no say in it at all. I've never seen a girl and chosen not to be attracted to her or chosen to be attracted to her. It's just like, I like the way her face looks. Yeah, I like the way she smells and the way she walks. I've never made a choice. So that means that when I flip it, nobody's ever made a choice not to be attracted to me. They're just fucking something about me made their DNA scream out and say, run away from this guy. He's right. not you, you. Yeah. It just made me not want to take it personally.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm on board. Like I'm on yeah. your side. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with everything you're saying.
1: But like, I'm on the side of logic and the truth. I'm not on the side of like trying to make everybody happy. I know that everyone deserves the right to be happy. And if my opinions hurt you, I do feel bad about that, but not to the point where I'm going to change my worldview because there's only one of you, And there's seven and a half billion people that I have to, I can't consider everybody. I can only consider myself and the people that are close to me when I make a decision based on information that I have. And if new information comes in, I'm very open to changing my opinion. I'm not stubborn at all. I actually love new information.
0: Yeah, I I say that all the time. Like, because people, like one time I said in a video like that I would never get a tattoo. And like- First of all, it's like a video where I'm trying to be funny. I have a tattoo now, yeah. and people when I got it were like quoting and like sending me the link or like uh, I don't care, like whatever, of being yeah. like, "You remember when you said that?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was fucking twenty one when yeah. I said that." Like this is almost a decade later, or like whatever, six seven years later.
1: People love to get you.
0: Yeah, but it's you know, and, and it was another thing because I, I did a video, you know, when when uh, you know, Bruce Jenner transitioned to Caitlyn Jenner, I put out this video. Uh, talking about it because so many people were like freaking out but like there was i had a problem with both sides like on one side you have these people that are psychotic and are like this is fucking wrong and like losing their minds over it and i'm like okay relax (laughs) yeah you know but on the other side there was a lot of people who were like if you aren't attracted to her or you don't think this is totally fine right now or like whatever then you're fucking you're an awful person yeah it's like all right this is like a really
1: but that's the internet
0: but it's like a wild transit it's like you have, i feel like realistically give people some time to like get accustomed you know to this to this that for me was the first time that it was very like mainstream yeah where it's like
1: here's a, a a giant celebrity
0: in the middle of like the peak of their success transitioning who was also known
1: to be for being very masculine athletic
0: yeah he was like a fucking american hero you know <laughs> and then and then transitions and everyone's just supposed to be like oh she's fucking this is totally fine it's beautiful i have no nothing yeah. else to say that is yeah. all it's yeah. like that's not realistic no. but it's also not like you shouldn't be like oh f- oh gross you yeah. know
1: like that is a whole other thing well i, I think to your point you got to let people evolve at their own speed but people i mean they're so turbo they don't want
0: (laughs) it's so it's like but like both sides are so turbo it's like love her right now or it's like oh fuck this let's go burn her house down it's like why what
1: about the middle where it's kind of like yeah cool do your thing i think a lot more people in the middle than the internet would have you believe i think it's like oh absolutely it's like five percent on either side yeah in everything i think that as far as like any hot topic you have people who are extreme on all sides and those people on the extreme left and the extreme right, are so much closer to each other than the people in the middle are to the people on the extremes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have the people in the middle who take in, who who lived, you can't, I, I realized, I feel the way that I feel about certain things because of my upbringing and the experiences that I've had in my life. I am, and I th- I was thinking about this while we were talking about this, some people would have a field day with two straight white dudes talking about transgender <laughs> Yeah, rights. exactly. They just don't, I mean, but... I am a human being existing on this planet right now and I do think about this stuff and when I think about things most of the time I form an opinion whether or not you care about it is a totally different ball game All right but the people on the extremes they're just they've they've gone so far to the extreme that they came around to the other side and touched each other and now they're like the same just they don't realize it and then you have the people in the middle the 85 80% of people who are just like I live my life, I want to have a good life. I want you to have a good life too. If your good life gets in the way of my good life, maybe we have an issue, maybe we don't, but I'm sure we can figure it out like normal people.
0: Yeah, I I think that, you know, I I can't stand people like when when you know when you meet someone and you know like off the bat, you're like I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's like the way that they talk, the things that they believe, like everything's so definitive, like I have no definitive thoughts Great. like at all. You know, like I'm completely open to my mind being changed. I'm not narrow-minded at all when it comes to certain things and uh you know when people are just so like this is it or this is how i was brought up so this is the thing and it's like dude isn't there a possibility you're wrong yeah you know like why can't like when all this stuff happens and everyone like complains about you know whatever like uh gay marriage being legalized was like a whole was it the fact that people go like and i actually made this joke one time where i'm like yo these du- these like straight dudes are going to staples yeah. And buying oak tag, <laughs> drawing how and straight. putting pictures on, putting it on a stick and going out and marching.
1: Yeah. It's pretty gay.
0: It sounds kind of gay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know? And it's like, yo, you guys are what? like, how do you have, you know, you have no job. Like you have no, you have, this is the t- what you're doing your, with your time.
1: Yeah. Self-awareness for those people is pretty low.
0: It's just, and you're on the side of the road this isn't 1930 i
1: hate side of the this road
0: this is 2019 dude. you're on the side of the road
1: side of for the who? road motherfuckers i honk at them but for all the wrong reasons they get excited when i honk i'm like no fuck you with the rat outside home depot stop dude, are the you people just a like, rat
0: yeah, i don't get that you're standing on the side of the road with a, with a piece of oak well, ta- with a science project i found <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that like and and this is like and they're proud you know what's the craziest they're thought? They're
1: doing their part, they think.
0: The craziest part is like, do those people actually, in their minds, yeah. think, if we do this enough, yeah, people are going to listen. yeah, And gay people are going to go, you know what? You're right. I'm yeah. done being gay now. Yeah. You know, that makes no sense.
1: No, it doesn't make How
0: sense. How could you possibly think that?
1: Because they're mentally, they're not developed. They're At Im- all. They're super immature. Yeah. And self-centered and narcissistic. And that's like, you know,
0: I feel like that's even harder, though. I think it's easier just to be like, "Yeah, cool." Oh, right. it's definitely harder. Like <laughs> those people are not
1: happy, dude.
0: Yeah, it's like it's so hard to like
1: have an opinion that like definitive is so tough. They don't wake up and are like, "Oh yes, Ugh. another day." God. I actually. So, I I um I had this thought when when the Kavanaugh proceedings were going on. Yeah, and it really bothered me the fact that you could tell somebody's politics by whether or not they believe this woman was raped you could tell if they were like a conservative or a liberal <laughs> it's fucking really aggravating to me because i i said to my my business partner i was like i wish i could just pick a side because i watch him talk and i'm like man he fucking really seems like he didn't do it like he's pretty convincing and then i watch her talk and i'm like oh <laughs> he definitely did it and then he starts talking again and i'm like eh, maybe like if i was just a conservative i'd be like she's a fucking whore she doesn't remember what's going on yeah. and if i was a liberal i would obviously just believe her but the same thing happened with the irishman on Netflix, yeah, people will that are Trump supporters cannot enjoy this movie because Robert De Niro's in it, and Robert De Niro doesn't like Trump.
0: <laughs> that is so fucking Ill. stupid. But like, <laughs> dude, the 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 fact, like, politics in general to me, it's so funny because like, I'll be on, on the treadmill at the gym, and they have TVs up, and there's like CNN, there's Fox, there's like all of them are there, and I'm just looking at the headlines, yeah, and oh, it's just insane. so funny. I'm like, these are children being like oh well they said this yeah so that's why we're better and our color is it's like yo like i i have no idea what i am like democrat republican whatever independent people just call me a snowflake all the time whenever i say something like oh you know maybe we shouldn't uh burn down churches with gay people in them or some or something crazy i'm like maybe we shouldn't do that and they're like oh this guy's a snowflake and i'm like first of all don't even know what that means yeah i'm gonna go on record okay I mean I could kind of figure it out with context but I don't know
1: like what it means I don't melt down easily but
0: I think just like the fact that like I said I can be swayed so it's like these kind of things make sense and these kind of things make sense but yeah. I'm not just gonna believe everything can
1: I just say for people is, not watching on video you're so Italian the mic is out of control <laughs> it, like, it's what, just swinging like, everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's crazy. Um, My but mic I feel has like, not moved an
0: inch. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a fidgeter too. Like I'm I'm touching everything. Uh, but I just I just agree with a bunch of different things and I think, you know, especially in politics, like these adults are like, you know, oh, let's just not mention the fact that Trump said this thing because you know it was super fucked up whatever he did like let's just say there was a hypothetical situation where was like yeah he, he yeah fucked hypothetical. Up. He hypothetical one right because <laughs> he's never i can't it. think of an excuse right now uh <laughs> and he did something and then you're like oh you know what we're just going to choose to ignore that not address it but all these things like i care about these these things right here
1: yeah it's just the the self-awareness and hypocrisy i think the two go hand in hand if you have low self-awareness you're going to be a hypocrite because you want different rules for you than for other people and it's like you know, I, I forgot some comedian had a great bit on abortion. Who the fuck was it? It's All hard, of them? Hard topic to talk about with and be funny, but... Oh, Chappelle said basically, my stance on abortion is entirely dependent on who I've gotten pregnant. Right. So if I got the girl pregnant, I'm pro-choice, and if I didn't, then I'm pro-life. Right. <laughs> which is like the most brilliant way to possibly... There's, nobody needs to say anything about it after that. Right, yeah. Because these guys are... Uh, anyway, I want to talk about The Rock. The Rock. Your big coming out party. My big
0: coming out party with The Rock,
1: yeah. <laughs> Which I remember, and I was excited for you. Shannon loves The Rock, by the way. Shannon li- wishes. Also, Love The Rock. Yeah, uh, she loves The Rock. That's a guy I'd climb. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking spielunk his ass. Oh yeah. Um, I remember watching your videos, becoming aware of who you are, enjoying your stuff, watching it, whatever. And then I saw you doing something with The Rock. What was that? So, How, first of all, yeah, what was it like when you got the phone call or the email?
0: You, this is a crazy story. You're going to call me an idiot
1: and you're probably going
0: to slap me. So I'm going to move my chair back a little bit. But when I originally was contacted by his team, they were like, The Rock is... Because this is when he was just launching his YouTube channel. Yeah.
1: So they were like, uh, you know, we're looking for a host. We need somebody who's actually talented to be on this. <laughs>
0: they They needed someone who was like a loud <laughs> dude that's going to make fun of everyone.
1: Shannon, edit that out, please. <laughs>
0: they They needed a loud dude that was like... Uh, that was going to make fun of everyone, right? Yeah. And and at the time on YouTube, I felt like I was feeling a void and I was the only one kind of doing that shit. Everyone else was kind of, was very happy-go-lucky on YouTube and I uh-huh. was more of like, fucking shit, you yeah. know? Uh, So they contacted me. They said, you know, The Rock is launching his YouTube channel. He has this uh series coming out called Rock the Promo and we want you to host it. And it's filming for, I think it was like two weeks in LA or something. And at the time I was forming my business and i had a lot of shit to do so i was like nah can't do it you know even though like whatever but i was just like i I can't really do it because you know just being away for two weeks isn't going to work for me like right now and the dates that they gave me you know um i was like but if we can move it around or whatever blah 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 and apparently he wanted me to do it like he was like sold on me doing it Mm -hmm. that he a team came to new york to film it yeah and we did it um in new york and it was it was basically like a series about you know it was open to the public and he had people send in uh promos like they would cut promos against each other and Uh people would decide on who was the best it was a wrestling thing right yeah so they would just like cut promos and like whatever like when they're talking on the mic or whatever and it's a dumb idea right (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: why it didn't work i mean and they had like (laughs) nothing to do with you you were great
0: they had special guests so they had like wrestlers on and and whatnot so it was like it was cool but uh he was dude that guy is like every like he's like the coolest dude in the world everything shannon
1: thinks he is is.
0: yeah dude like he's honestly like one of the nicest dudes i've ever met like and i was shocked too because when i went like i had been uh i mean i was freaking out because i in the 90s like Stone Cold and The Rock were like fucking heroes, you know, for people who watch wrestling, it was like, oh my God. And The Rock was like a huge star, blah, blah, blah. And so this is all like, yo, this is crazy for me, you know, like this opportunity to do this, but I had never met him.
1: And he just got bigger and bigger. Yeah. He was a huge star. Yeah. He's like the biggest
0: movie star on the planet now. It's Yeah.
1: He's fucking tremendous.
0: But, uh, so I had never met him throughout this whole process. And then the finale, they were filming in Vegas and we filmed it and it was cool. Uh, He got off a plane. He flew from Hawaii to Vegas because he was filming Jumanji at the time. Flew from Hawaii to Vegas. Shot with us. Mm -hmm. Then went to do Mr. Olympia and like host that whole thing. Yeah. Did some other appearance. Got back on the plane and went back to Hawaii to film the rest of the movie. Like this is one day for this guy. And the entire time, like I was close with this girl on set who was like a PA or something. Uh Uh-huh anytime she texted him and she was telling me, she's like, anytime I text him, he'll answer like with like within a second. Yeah. Like he's on top of everything and who is she, you know, at the end of the day? Yeah. She's not like a crazy higher up or anything. Yeah. But he will answer everyone. He's like very on top of his shit and he like does it all like himself, you know, like he's, he's just like a good dude and when I met him, he was like extremely nice to me and and we had a really good uh, chemistry to the point where someone was like, yo, you guys like friends or whatever? I was like, I just fucking met this guy. I was yeah. like, you know, I, I'm not you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, he was a really good dude. And, and I actually, Oh, there he is on the, yeah. Look, geez, yo, that's a fucking long time ago. But, uh, on the plane ride to Vegas, uh-huh. I wrote a script idea. I was more so killing time. I didn't think he would actually like shoot anything with me, you know, cause we had to do this thing and he had a bunch of stuff to do, but I wrote this, uh, sketch out for me and him to do. And I sent it to his producer and they liked it. Um, but then when I landed there, that guy came up to me and he was like, yo, he can't do it because he just doesn't have the time to do it. Yeah. He's like, but he wants to do something. And like I'm like thinking, I, I didn't even remember at this point that I fucking wrote a, a script or anything that they read. <laughs> You're like, what, what was that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I don't even know right now. But he, I wrote it like a, whatever, script. Apparently he read it, liked it. And then uh, he's he came up to me and he was just like, I can't, you know, his producer told me that he can't do it or whatever. And then he came up to me. He's like, dude, let's shoot something. He's like, we'll just turn the uh, the cameras on and like improv something. Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, all right, let's just, uh, uh, let's just, um, you know, let's just, you tell me that I was like, not the first choice for this job. I'll get mad about it. And then you like rock bottom me
1: at the end. Uh And he was like, cool it's really more all about the getting rock bombs yeah I, that's all i wanted <laughs> i was like Yo, i need to get a rock bombs so i can tell my friends. i'm gonna call you a piece of shit and you just do your thing Peep people's elbow whatever you want yeah do.
0: exactly so that's that's what happened we turned the cameras on and it was like one take and it was like really cool um and that was just like yeah he was he was
1: a cool and that was so man. it just it was supposed to be a one-time thing a, a, a open uh closed-ended event that you were doing with him what do you mean? Like it wasn't like it didn't work. It was just like it was. It was only supposed to be two weeks. Because I wondered what happened. Because it just stopped.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think they did like a season of it because they did it like a bracket style, like yeah, you yeah. know, whatever, like the tournament and uh the winner won uh-huh. and it was like that was the finale in Vegas and like I don't know if they're bringing it back or anything. I don't even know if I'm like super interested in doing it honestly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was a cool experience to like meet him and work. With his team. Yeah. And like, you know, go through the motions of that. But. So
1: you're a busy guy. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Is this it for you? That's it. That's all I have. Thank you so much. No, no. I mean, like, <laughs> well, yeah, we're almost done. But, um. No, I'm joking. Is this like, are you like. So you have not worked, let's say, a traditional job since what?
0: 20. Uh. Dirt, maybe 2012? Oh, so it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing this for a while now. And now you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to, well, just kind of like, you know, I have an older brother that kind of keeps me in check too, of being like, and I, and I knew this growing in that like, none of this is like promised. So you had to try everything. Yeah, And like YouTube for a very long time was like my main income and it was doing very well. Like I was pulling in a million views a week on a, on a video. Wow. Um, so that's, that's millions in a month, you know, and yeah. like that's a pretty good paycheck. And eventually I just stepped away from doing that. Like at its peak, like I just stopped making YouTube videos on there because I didn't like doing it anymore. And I liked the podcasting space more uh-huh. and I was always doing that on the side. Um, and I just stepped away from it completely. And now I've been focusing on the podcast stuff. Uh, and then, you know, there's a, you know, business being formed like a, a media company, what yeah. about live stuff? Live stuff, yeah. It's all it's like hand-in-hand hand with it. Yeah. Um. You know, there's been things along the way that have, you know, helped me out, like cool experiences. Like I helped create um, that this game Speak Out with Hasbro. Um, do you know that game where you like put the things in your mouth oh, yeah. and hold your mouth open? Yeah, so I fucking like created that game.
1: No. Yeah. The thing that was on Ellen? Yeah. And like Fallon, all
0: those fucking people played it. It's crazy. I have owned my own version of it with my face on it. Wait,
1: what was the name of the company? Hasbro. No, no, no. The name of the uh the name of the game. Speak out. What was it called before that? Was it called anything? I wrong? made a video called Watch Your Mouth. Watch Your Mouth. Yes. Cuz I remember they There's watch- a bunch of like random
0: ones that exist that are like very that are the game. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a bunch of them. So that's
1: the one that yeah, I Cuz Watch yeah. Your Mouth reached out to me years ago to yeah. do promos for them, and I passed because they didn't want to- Enough was that you or no? No, oh, so I, like, that, that that game. Fuck, watch your mouth. Yeah, Speak exactly. Out as the, the <laughs> original.
0: that game, like that, when I put out the video, and this was like when I, because I'm I'm with William Morris, and like the the first two weeks I was with them. Yeah, I dropped this video uh-huh. with my brothers and sisters. It literally happened like this. I saw. Uh, James Corden on his show mm-hmm. he had Melissa McCarthy on and they had those things in their mouth mm-hmm. and they were trying to like blow bubbles and drink water but obviously it just like spills out of your mouth looks yeah, a yeah. ridiculous so I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do with these things yeah, but I'm gonna buy them and we'll figure it out because yeah. I used to do videos with my brothers and sisters uh-huh. and uh so I bought this like $40 dentist set that had f- like four of them in there and a bunch of other shit that I just threw out uh-huh. <laughs> you know so I originally had this plan of doing like a bunch of different challenges and that was going to be the video. Yeah. But as we were doing it, we all were kind of like, this sucks. Like, let's not do this. And then we just decided like, all right, yo, let's write for the other team, Uh like a thing. And they have to guess what it is in this amount of time, like blah, blah, blah. So we just created the game on the fly and I put the video out and it went fucking crazy overnight. Wow. Um. So I was calling my agent and like emailing him and like his assistant and like all this stuff. And I'm like, "Yo, we need to like wake up and like make yeah. this game right now, you know?" Because yeah, yeah. like a lot of people are like, "Is this a real thing that we could purchase?" So I was like, "Oh my god, we got to like jump on this opportunity." And uh, we ended up partnering partnering with Hasbro, and that's how that happened. And was oh, so you're crazy. rich now?
1: Good for you, man. No, no, no. no. Good for you. No, I'm happy that... for you. You deserve it, <laughs> fucking guy. Fucking guy. No, I know you, you know, in all honesty, being in this, you know, in this space for a little while now, I know how hard it is to keep doing things and to abandon things that aren't working anymore, even as much as, you know, you, they may have worked in the past. You just got to be like, you know, the two things that I value the most, I think, uh, over everything are persistence and flexibility. Yeah. And those have become completely indispensable to making this work because if you give up too quick, you never make it. And if you don't adjust your sales and become flexible mentally, as far as what you're willing to you know absorb like we tried this this didn't work we have to try it another way we still want the same end result but obviously the way that we tried it is not working you you're not going to make it in this business or any business really you could do a job i guess if you're rigid which is why i don't like people who are rigid because it's like right. you know it's just not the way i want to live my life i have, figure i have 100 years on this earth and i'm 39 now and i've i've lived who knows how many different lives just because of my ability to like not be an asshole, yeah, and not be stubborn and rigid, yeah. Which I think is,
0: also like people ask me for ad- advice all the time, and like the only things that I consider myself good at is I'm very realistic with myself, so I know when something's not working out and this yeah. is wrong. Like, is it you can tell? Like, it just doesn't feel right. Like, I'm not one of those people that just t- chases a dream into the ground, <laughs> and it's like, yo, you ha- you have to know, like, either this is like good stuff, and like you yeah. sh- you sh- it'll eventually you'll get your shot, yeah, because. Everyone, you could go viral at any time, but you have to be prepared to go viral. So if you go viral, you're not prepared. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, but you have to believe in the portfolio you're creating yeah. for that moment that you're going to get it. Because if you are good, you're going to get it. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. The good stuff rises to the top always. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not one of those people that will cons- consistently like do this and do this and do this. and it's And it's like shitty. Everyone thinks it's shitty. And I know that I could be doing a better job. And I'm like... Uh, whatever. Like I, one of the things that you have to do is be realistic with yourself. And the other thing is you have to know when to walk away because not walk away completely from your dream, but walk away from the way that you're currently doing it. Like yeah. you have to, you know, do whatever. And that was something I had to do early on in my career. Uh, you know, I was doing the YouTube thing. I wasn't getting paid any money, had like 250,000 subscribers. And I was just like, I'm not making money from this, but if I start a new channel, then I can make money from it and who knows where that could go. Yeah. So I completely walked away from 250,000 subscribers and started a new channel from zero. And then I was able to make money from then on. But if I never made that move, because I was like, this is too many people to walk away from. Yeah. And like, this is the channel that people know. And like, I hung on to this thing, mm-hmm. then there would be no growth, Yeah. you know?
1: So that that is a very important thing I think in in any business. Yeah. Um. So we got to wrap it up now, but people know where to find you, right? <laughs> you guys <are> just <laughs> Listen, uh, plug your podcast, you'll get two or three listeners off of it. Guaranteed.
0: <laughs> podcast is called The Basement Yard. It comes out every Monday. That's
1: your main one. What's the other one?
0: Yeah, so I have I have a couple. I mean, I there's another show that I do called Other People's Lives. Motherfucker uh, loves talking. Me and my Yeah. <laughs> I don't get me to shut the fuck He's up. Good at it. Uh, there's another podcast I do called Other People's Lives with my buddy Greg. We call uh, stranger not stra- well, strangers anonymously and they have like a crazy story or mm-hmm. some Whatever, so you get some insight on, you know, a wild story. Like for instance, we have a, an episode coming out from someone who survived the the Vegas shooting. So to get their like perspective on it, like a crazy story, or like maybe someone has a weird fetish or whatever. So we get, yeah, you know, that's that's a really cool one. But honestly, I would just want everyone to go follow um, at Santa Gato Studios. Good luck spelling that. Um, that <laughs> is kind of uh, a, a thing I'm working on at the moment, where I'm doing a lot of collaborations with people. Hopefully, you know one day I, I'd get you on there to get, do some content and whatnot.
1: Oh yeah, uh, Santa yeah. Gato Studios. Yes, for the, for the uh, I did it Irish for you. So there people you go. Can understand? There you go. Santa Gato Studios. Santa Gato Studios. Yeah, and Joe Santagato on all platforms, right? Yes, yes, sir. That Instagram, is it. Twitter, Facebook, all of it. S a n t a g a t o. It's <laughs> Dude, San-
0: you're impressing me. Right Santa now. Cat,
1: right? Yeah, people okay. don't
0: even know. But literally today, I went to go buy paint. Right, and I'm at the store, and the guy goes, he's like filling out because he going got to give me a fucking coupon, whatever the hell it is. And he's like, "What's your last name?" I'm like, "Santagato." And he goes, "Santiago." How do you spell it? And I was like, "I literally just fucking said it." Yeah. Like, Everyone's Santiago.
1: You yeah. see S-A-N-T, and they go Santiago. Okay. Yeah. No, Santagato. I got it. I'm good with last names. My last name is Resh, so it's like five five letters. Resh have been baffling people since R-E-S-C-H. Yeah, dude. Fucking wow. I was in the spelling bee in fifth grade. Mutual respect.
0: I lost on travel, though, so there's that. But I beat my entire class, I was, into to the
1: spelling bee, lost on travel. I was just about to end it, but I how did you lose on travel? Because I'm an idiot. Dude. What did, how did you spell it? T-R-A-V-L-E? Oh <sighs> and
0: the lady God. who was giving me the word you are probably thought she was fuck. giving me like a layup. And, yo, I knew every word. The, the winning word was Treasure. I was like, oh my God, I would have crushed treasure. But for some reason, I was I was in front of the whole school in, in the auditorium. And she was like, yeah, travel. She didn't even like bring her head up. She had her head down. She was like, travel. And I started spelling it, and I said L-E,
1: and she just looked up at me like this. Are you fucking retarded, I was retarded, like, fuck, son? dude. And I just sat
0: down. I was like, I'm an
1: idiot. So. All right, well, on that note, thanks for coming down, man. <laughs> of course. Interesting getting to know you. I wish you the best of luck. And, Appreciate um, it. I'll go get that game. Speak out. Go get it, man. Bye.